It's off brand. You are you're succinct. 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 Yeah. Am I succinct? Thank you for giving me credit there, it but it, it was not justified or earned. See my news is out. Yes. Ah! So so how did how does this? You know, I, should, well, I am recording, so I can use this. This is exciting. So what is, what's the process here? Let's discuss this, because I think this is something I would like to discuss and actually have in the pod, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Okay, because I think this is cool. All right, here we go. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the TCAPS Loop EdTech Podcast. My name is Larry Burden, and she started her summer trip agenda early. It's Danielle Brostrom. Are you actually planning any summer trips? Yeah, we're going to Canada. Is this this is this is the camper thing? In our isn't new it? camper. Yeah. Yes. We're in Canada. Because I don't know if you notice this. Canada is a large country. <laughs> very large. We're just going to Niagara Falls and then we're gonna, just gonna explore some of the small Canadian cities on the way back. Have you ever been to Niagara Falls? I have, but my kids haven't. So it'll be really nice. They've never been to a foreign country. So yay, Canada. Well, before before you pack up the camper, let's pause. For this week's TCAP Sloop Moment of Zen. You know what? I kind of went into that really strong. You did. I did for a moment of zen. Moment of zen! <laughs> I'm going to back up a little bit. Edit. No, I'm going to keep this in here. This is funny. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Let's pause and reflect on this week's TCAP Sloop Moment of Zen. The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only one page. St. Augustine. And exhale. I love that quote. All right. So before we get into the topic, you have an announcement. Or there was an announcement. There was an announcement yeah. last week. I'm yes. very proud of you. Thank so, you. So, so, so the floor is yours. So ISTE, which we know is kind of a big deal, uh, the International Society for Tech Education, um, they do a 20 to Watch in 2023 award where they recognize 20 individuals who are um, up and coming and making a difference in their field. And I'm one of the 20, like, internationally. So I'm psyched. I have goosebumps. This is, it's big. So how does this process, did somebody sponsor you? Did you, were you like, look at me? How, <laughs> which I'm, I'm supportive either way. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I don't Let's know. Let's dig into this then. I don't know. It's it's just it's here and it's exciting. So so let's let let's do a little rundown here. You became a uh, McCall board member. Yep. This year, you're one to watch for 2023. For 23 and from, it, for, ISTE. from ISTE. So besides that, you know, and you got a camper. And I got a camper. Do you feel any pressure being one to watch? I mean, what did that change your like? Oh, I need to step up my game if I'm actually, if some people are watching me. <laughs> no, it's exciting because um, I am connecting with a lot of people of new backgrounds that I hadn't had on my Twitter feed or my LinkedIn feed before. So that's exciting. Um, just making those new connections and getting new people to learn from is is the best part. And so, yeah, that's it's more exciting than nerve wracking about people watching me. I don't think people are really watching me. I think... Well, it kind of implies I know, that but... people are watching you because you're our one to watch. <laughs> I don't know how you missed that in the title. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> an, it's an exciting opportunity. So It is a great opportunity. And um, I think you have a lot of good 
information to share with the people who are actually watching. Well, speaking of, um, well, they're not actually watching because this is not a video podcast. It used to be at one point in time. We had the cameras, but we don't anymore. So uh, what can people listen to you for? You have information to share about taking trips. Oh, the topic I, I, for the week. <laughs> that was a... <laughs> Larry, was, was I adore bad, you, but that was a bad. That, that was, that bad was not, You know, I had I had a way to drag, bring it in. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. What are you talking you know, about? Just, I am not, by the way, one to watch for 2023. This week, yes, you are. The Loop would nominate you as one to watch for 2023. <laughs> in in the closet that we were in, <laughs> we have a fancy studio. I have some tchotchkes that might nominate me for. <laughs> No, this week's topic, I want to talk about virtual experiences. So things that you can bring into the classroom to help give your kids new opportunities. So this weekend, we traveled down to the Michigan Science Center down in Detroit um, for my daughter, actually. She was doing a presentation down there. And walking around that place, it's incredible and unbelievable the experiences that they have there for anyone who lives in that area or anyone who can travel to that area. So what I love about virtual experiences is that you wouldn't have to live in Metro Detroit to be able to experience this. You can see online and you can walk through online and sometimes you can connect with a real person there. And I think those are very valuable too. When you're in the classroom, you don't have a lot of money. So everything I want to share today is free. It is uh, guaranteed to be informative and inspiring and help your kids uh, get some new experiences. I would warn for educators, because I know you don't have a lot of time, this is an unbelievable time suck because it's really cool. And you can just like, oh, I'm going to go to this uh, virtual tour and I'm going to take the, the entire tour because I'm now involved. You've done this. I can tell you've absolutely done this. <laughs> um, something to watch out for when you do virtual experiences, though, there are different types of virtual experiences. Some of them are just a simple live streaming or a live camera. Um, we see this a lot from the zoos. Uh, the San Diego Zoo has a great one. Um, Smithsonian's National Zoo has a great one. But those are just, you know, popping in and seeing the mama bear cub take care of the babies, that kind of thing. Um, you've got the interactive exploration, which is more about um, having the kids on the screen. It's kind of hands-on and open-ended. They can kind of, you know, look all around the Sistine Chapel and look up and down um, and a lot of those are 3D. Those are great if you happen to have some kind of VR in your school. But if you don't, you can still walk through them on your device pretty easily. Um, you've got a video visit, which is simply just here's a video, kind of like what Alexis Dahl does. She brings you to this location, shows you around using her camera. It's not interactive, but it's a nice... Um, you can guarantee it's going to be useful kind of video. And then you've got the scheduled or the guided field trips where you say, okay, I want to connect with, you know, Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes on Tuesday at one o'clock. And then you would get on at that time and somebody would take you through different experiences. So kind of really pay attention when you're looking through virtual trips or virtual experiences at what kind of a um, experience you're going to have for your kids. What advice would you give an, an educator if they were thinking about incorporating this into their classroom? Because all these experiences are good. I think some might be more beneficial in a classroom environment. There's the tours, there's all these different pieces, but there's also components and add-ons. First, I would look at your curriculum and look at what you're studying. Um, and then look and make sure that it's appropriate for your age level. Fourth grade studies the American Revolution, fourth or fifth grade. 
some of the content, though, in an American Revolution uh, experience might be more geared toward high school. So I just making sure to find that sweet spot where the curriculum and the grade levels both match up. And this list is a great place to start when you're looking for those experiences. I also like to look at places that are reputable. You know, I'm not just looking for random place that will connect with my students. For safety, you just don't want to do that, you know. Um, some of the places that that we found that are really good. Uh, NASA has some great field trip mm. opportunities so you can connect with a NASA astronaut. Um, the Nature Conservancy has some really great field trips. Um, the U.S. National Park Service has a whole education section and you can take a virtual visit to a national park. Exploring by the seat of your pants is another one that until you get into it, you're like, okay, this is definitely not one that I would choose. But it's actually fantastic. Um, I've been watching some of these come through. They will do a live stream and you can either connect as a classroom in the connection or you can just watch on YouTube and just be a viewer of it. But like they will go to Live from the Mangroves with Asa Conservation, Do Fish Talk with Brittany Spiel, um, Explore the Shoreline Live, Crossing the Ocean Sustainably, Climb High into the Rainforest Canopy, Hanging with the Sloths. Like they're really, really good. They're worldwide um, guest speakers, lessons, virtual trips from all over the world. So that that's a really reputable one that I would definitely take advantage of too. It seems like if you find one that has a lesson plan included, mm -hmm. that might be very helpful. For sure. They definitely do. Um, places like the National Air and Space Museum has a lot of um, ones that have really in-depth lesson plans to go with them. And they do like virtual planetarium shows and science demonstrations. Um, another one that's really good, Larry, is called historyview.org. They do uh, history style virtual learning experiences. So you can go to museums, art galleries, and historic sites. It was just really, really cool to be able to actually move around. And that's one of those 3D ones where you can look all over and look up and down. Um, and Google has a bunch of opportunities too. I don't know if you know about the Google offerings. That's the rabbit hole yeah. that I fell into. <laughs> and yeah. I'm forgetting uh, Google Arts and Culture. Google Arts and Culture, yep. Google Arts and Culture has an entire... Um, section with the U.S. National Parks, and they do five of the national parks. The fjords up in Alaska, the Hawaii volcanoes, Carlsbad. Carlsbad was amazing. That was so cool. Bryce Canyon and the Tortugas. I haven't been to that one. But they're just, again, where you can get in there and kind of look around. And there's another one that I found on somebody built in Google Maps. It says, discover the world with Google Maps. And it is taking you to Mount Fuji or um, the pyramids or Everest Base Camp, Colorado River, um, Taj Mahal, and Amazon Basin. It's actually taking you in there. Those ones are beautiful because with the street view, I mean, you can get right in there and see some pretty amazing things. The Great Barrier Reef one is one of those deep dive kind of opportunities. So, I mean, you can't take your kids to the Great Barrier Reef, actually, but... You can take them here and they can see and they can experience. And it doesn't matter where your kids are from or where they live or what kind of... You don't have to have a PTO with a ton of money or, you know, writing the grants. You can take them here using the technology that we're, we give to you. 
And it's not even a sit and get. They can actually interact with a lot lot of these virtual tours or virtual trips, which just takes it up another level. They can actually explore their interests when they're going on this trip. So it can be led, certainly, but it can also be student-led. Yeah. So I would definitely, um, we're going to link this list up in the show notes, and I'm going to put it on our TCAPS um, EdTech help site. So that way it's always there to reference and we'll continue updating it as we find more. Um, Take advantage of these last days and give your kids a cool opportunity and a cool field trip virtually. Anything else? Do we have a tech tool of the week? I actually do have a tech tool of the week. Um, The McCall grants are open. So McCall.org slash grants. McCall members are eligible to apply for grants. You can get up to $1,000 for your classroom. So give us your innovative, well, give McCall your innovative idea. And um, hopefully you can get a grant to get it funded. Go to McCall.org. Maybe the teacher doesn't have to fund their own classroom supplies. What? Yeah, we get some pretty cool grants that come in. So. Well, closing out, where can people find you? I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter at BrostromDA. And I bet you they could find you on ISTE. They find me on ISTE. Yeah, boy. All right, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podbean, CastBox, Overcast, Bullhorn, or wherever else you get your ear candy. Thanks for listening and inspiring. Don't shake your head. Bullhorn?